Hi, and welcome back to the China Business Minute, our weekly catch-up with our China offices. I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this week we have Beijing on the line. Li Peijiang is the deputy director of USCBC's Beijing office. Li Pei, thanks for taking some time for us. Hello, Ian. I'm very glad to be back on the podcast today. Okay, so two main topics this week: first, policy movements on China's domestic business environment, and then a quick look forward to this year's China International Import Expo, or CIIE.、Uh, so let's start with the domestic environment.、Uh, what kind of policy movements have we seen recently? So I know most of you are paying great attention to the bilateral trade talks, but I'd like to share some of the highlights that has been generated in the past two weeks. The Central Committee for Comprehensive Deepening Reform hosted its ninth meeting, led by President Xi, last week. The meeting was held once in every two months, and is aiming to set up the agenda for what policies would be prioritized in the coming months. The theme of the last week meeting was correcting the weak implementation of China's domestic economic reform. The eleventh document approved covers a number of areas important to American companies, including IP protection, healthcare, and cybersecurity. The meeting also encouraged grassroots officials to be more flexible to explore new ways of implementing reforms and reduce ease penalties for those who make mistakes in an effort to promote implementation innovation. Similar messages were raised in the draft regulation to optimize the business environment released two weeks ago by State Council to give local officials more autonomies and decentralized power to be more active in local governance. And what's more is yesterday another top leadership meeting was held by President Xi, the Central Party. Politburo meeting reviewed the economic performance of the first half of the year, recognizing the increasing pressure of economic growth slowing down, asking for more actions with guidance. This includes stabilizing the economic growth, promoting reforms, adjusting economic structure through various means of tools, such as further tax reform, fee and tax reductions. Promoting domestic consumption growth, especially in rural area, stabilizing manufacturing investment, implementing concrete measures to promote privately owned companies, effectively respond to the trade conflicts while continuously opening up and market liberalization, especially in financial sector, and accelerating the new model information network infrastructure in China. Okay, good roundup there. Uh, changing gears, we're going to start looking forward to this year's CIIE, the big import expo.、Uh, what do you have to report on this year's event for us? Well, trade deficit is one of the key components in the bilateral negotiation. China is making its efforts to import more from global markets. On twenty sixth of July, last Friday, leaders of the Shanghai China International Import Expo Bureau met. At the State Council office for a news conference, the conference was made to report on the current preparation of the CIIE and how this year's expo will be different from the last one. There are a few highlights worth to mention. 
on exhibition venues. So this year, the exhibition space has been increased to more than three hundred thousand square meters, and it creates a platform for companies to launch their new products, technologies, and services. And adding new sections on high-end consumer goods, providing elderly care products, luxury goods, and autonomous cars. It also adds a special section on virtual realities, helping companies to show the latest products combining AI and 5G technologies. The second hotel, International Economic and Trade Forum, will hold. Four parallel forums similar to last year, with different themes. It covers openness, regulation, and business environment from the perspective of both government and multinational companies, and also a forum to address ideas, technologies, and market in the field of artificial intelligence and innovation. There will be also sessions to discuss about WTO reforms, the choices and the prospects, and also importance on high-end technologies in relation to the digital economy and e-commerce to promote further cooperation globally. This year, CIE also created an official platform for CIE policy updates, business information, research results, and annual reports, which will help for the trade facilitations.、Uh, and of course, there will be new custom policies released、um, based on the experiences in 2018. The customs has introduced thirteen facilitate policies for the expo this year. Those including introduce big data monitoring system for exhibition products, an open intellectual property service window for exhibitors at venue, to set up VIP channels and windows for exhibitors of CIE, and cut waiting time for customs approve. Approval from twenty working days to three working days. USBC has deeply engaged at the first CIE last year in Shanghai. We organized various delegation meetings for member companies with Chinese central and provincial leadership during the CIE, and also having our Shanghai chops hosted in the fringes of CIE as part of the、uh, overall events supported by Mofcom. Please stay tuned for our engagement plan for this year at CIIE, and we'd appreciate your participation and support to all our events. All right, thanks for the update, Lipe. Thank you, Yin. It was a very nice chat. I hope I'll be back next time. The China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can learn more about our work on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, do leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week.